Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, 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 guys. Welcome back and happy Wednesday. All right, guys, so we're kicking this off with a few questions from Shaylee. Great questions. One, she wants to know where everyone in the live chat is watching from. And two, what would you rate last night's part one of the Jersey reunion, one to 10, 10 being the highest? Now, guys, don't forget that we are going live for the Vanderpump Rules after party tonight. Last week, we had almost 3,000 in the room, and Jason is making a special cocktail tonight, so don't forget to join us. With that, guys, go ahead, smash the like button, and let's welcome Ricky Cornish. Woo, woo, woo. What's up, Adam? Love how you come in with your own party music. Always, you need it. And I'm just saying, I have to say, I'm so excited. I haven't been here for a couple of weeks and I'm finally as tan as you are. <laughs> hey, how are you feeling, by the way? Good. Yeah. I basically, this last month has been like a dream come true, just in terms of like traveling all the time, working all the time, like doing things that I absolutely love. But of course, it takes a toll on your girl. Like, I'm so sleepy now and I'm so burnt out. Like, I don't even know how I'm getting eight hours of sleep at this point every night. I, I wasn't last week. Let's just say that. But now I finally am. And I'm like catching up and everything. So I'm slowly but surely getting back into my routine. But I'm literally going to be on a plane again in 24 hours. So 24. it's crazy. Where are you headed it. now? I'm going to Miami. So I won't be too far from you. My, for a wedding. Just for a wedding. Oh, okay. I, you never know what you're doing. So I don't know. I know. I never know what I'm doing either. I can barely keep up with myself. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, Ricky, obviously you watched the reunion last night. So I'm going to start with you. One to 10, 10 being the best it could have been. What are you giving it? Ooh, I, uh, you know, I, I, I would probably give it like an eight. Um, and I'm only giving it an eight or, or maybe like an eight or a nine only because I know that there's more to come. Like, right. you know, I know we're probably going to get into once Louie comes out and we start talking about, you know, the FBI agents and all the other stuff that happened this season. I think it's going to get even more interesting. So that's why I'm not giving it too high because I know the best is yet to come. And I also feel like to this was just like a starter. Honestly, I would give it probably a seven because I feel yeah. like it was just a starter. And even though Teresa and Melissa keep jumping at the chance to rip each other's faces off, I'm like, ah, can we just get to it in one package? Right. Right. Ah, definitely. Fun. Definitely. I'm glad that they kind of teased us and they they kept that feud going throughout the first episode instead of just going through all the filler the first episode. So I'm glad they kind of had a good balance. So to speak. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, we kicked off 
so you gave it an eight. I gave it, I'm giving it a seven. In the chat, we have seven, seven and a half, seven, six point eight, seven, seven, six. Okay. Kelly Dodd was a two or a three. Oh, of course, <laughs> Kelly Dodd. Um, okay. So when we kick off this episode, we have Teresa who's sitting there and she's like obviously visibly shaking. She is like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And we go to start off the reunion and boom, her phone goes off and it's Joe Judice. One, I feel like had that have been any other housewife, Andy Cohen would have been pissed. Right. Right. Is that, I mean, right? Right. I know. I know. Some of these housewives definitely get a little too comfortable, I will say. I feel like she's definitely comfortable, but... As they start getting into it, Andy ends up asking Melissa and Teresa, what do you both hope to get out of the reunion? And she just says, she's like, honestly, I just want to close the chapter. I want to move on with my life in peace. And Melissa agreed with peace. And Andy asked, you know, Teresa, what's been the biggest adjustment? Because you're still in your love bubble. What's been the biggest adjustment? That was the question. The biggest adjustment. And she's like, you know, honestly, it's really the hurt, the hurt that my family has caused me because Louie's family has been so great. And my family, they're just always constantly trying to hurt me. And Melissa, boom, here we go. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And now, you know, we're at a reunion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, you know, it's kind of funny. They like just really started swinging right off the bat. But, you know, it's funny. Like I used to work in TV and I don't know if you kind of caught this stuff, Adam, because, you know, you've been watching this stuff forever and whatnot. Like, there were just so many obvious moments in the beginning when they were cutting and splicing certain moments together just to kind of keep us interested. Like there was one moment where Melissa would say something then they would go back to Teresa and Teresa had her phone in her hand. Then they would go back to Melissa, then back to Teresa. Suddenly the phone was gone. So it was very obvious that they were kind of like editing this and making it like riveting for us to watch. But at the right. same time, they were cutting out a lot in between the conversation and whatnot. So I'm just hoping we get to see a lot more and more things get resolved hopefully or not we'll just have to see i mean i don't think more things are going to get resolved there ricky i think actually it's going to be quite the opposite because andy's already having to break them up like you can tell that this is getting shittier but they start talking about louie from the jump and they were talking about louie coming onto the show and Teresa blames joe gorga for bringing louie on the show which i was like how the hell are we blaming Joe Gorga? She's like, well, Joe was the one who was talking him into getting on the show. Melissa was like, wait a minute. He wanted to be on the show for a long time. And then here comes Margaret with the arsenal. She's like, he was even trying to hook up with Alexia from the Real Housewives of Miami. He wanted to be on TV. And Teresa's like, no, he did it. What were your thoughts from this? Well, you know, what really stood out to me was the fact that she said he didn't know who I was before we met. But wasn't it just a few episodes ago that his sisters were at her book signings? (laughs) And they like admitted that and talked about that. So I think it's safe to say that Louie definitely knew who Teresa was. I mean, for crying out loud, like if I had a vacation home and I was neighbors with so-and-so, I would know. Like, I'm sure it would be a topic in the neighborhood. Like, oh, yeah, Teresa from The Real Housewives lives, like, right around the corner. Um, So I'm sure he knew who she was. Like, Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we have an actor who lives around the corner from us who tells everybody that they're an actor. I haven't even seen any credentials. And you talk to all of the neighbors, and they're like, oh, my God, we have Hollywood in the neighborhood. So, of course, (laughs) Teresa Judice, you're going to get the same thing. I mean, this is very Florida, but Jersey's not Hollywood. So I'm sure it would be the same reaction. 
Definitely. Okay. So do you think Louis wanted to be on the show? I'm well, I know I think it all depends on his intentions with his relationship with Teresa. Like getting into a relationship with Teresa, and this doesn't even really matter if he knew or or he didn't. By the time they were dating, he obviously knew that she was a big reality TV star once he got to know her. So it's more so about like if you're going to be in this relationship with Teresa, then obviously you're going to be on a TV show. Like he had to be okay with it no matter what. Did he necessarily want to be on tv i mean i don't know we haven't heard him say that but i mean it's safe to say that that wasn't an issue for him because he was going to continue to pursue her if he was going to be on tv or not so i don't i don't think he ever had an issue with being on tv you know moto coco said louis sister uh, sisters and cousin said he even asked which ones were single yeah like the his family definitely knew who he was so i'm i'm sure it's all connected somehow Okay, so as this keeps going, before we end up going to a break, Teresa tells Melissa that she cannot wait to never see her again. Um, I mean, Teresa said Melissa's going to be cut out of her life after this day, and when she's like, I can't wait to never see you again, Melissa goes, why? Where are you going? You're leaving. And it was like, ugh! And I was talking to Jason about this. By the way, guys, over 500 in the room. Show some love. Hit the like button. It's free. But... I was talking to Jason about this, and right now Andy Cohen said, I find this whole pause thing interesting because we never said we're on pause. However, I do know that there's this investigation that's going on behind the scenes, so they are on pause for a reason. Um, But also for Teresa and Melissa, I think that they're genuinely trying to figure out, can we place these two together still? So which one do you go with? Do you, like... Teresa or Melissa, I get who's the front runner there, but then Melissa comes with Joe. Joe is the head husband of the group, no doubt. Teresa's like, you know, the HBIC of Jersey, right? So if Teresa leaves, we have Melissa and Joe, but we still keep the husband dynamics and maybe it's more of a lighthearted, fun show. If Melissa and Joe leave, Teresa stays, we still get Louie on the show and then we're going to have to figure out how do the husbands still come together? You know what I mean? Like Joe Gorga is such a fraternity husband where he's always hazing them, getting them to come together, making them do parties and events. They're like a staple on the show. Which way do you go? Well, I'm dying to know what our, you know, what everyone thinks in the chat, you know, what they all think. So here's my honest opinion of it. So I am watching The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Okay. So I personally have never really been a huge fan of the husbands having such a big role on the show. Do I understand that they bring like comedic relief and they're fun to watch and they have a fun dynamic? Of course. Like I definitely don't have a problem watching the husbands, but do I think they are absolutely needed for the show? No. And you know, this group of husbands didn't even come into the picture until the last couple of seasons when Jackie and Jennifer entered the scene before they were on the show, there was no like constant husband thing, unless I'm wrong but I don't think there was at least not what we've come to know now with all these groups with all these different types of husbands um so I definitely don't think that's needed and I know I might get some flack for this but girlies it's Teresa's show she's not going anywhere so I mean unfortunately you're gonna have to cut Melissa and Joe and if that means we have to cut the husband scenes I'm totally fine with that Frank doesn't even have a storyline anymore Dolores has moved on from him like there's you know there's really no reason to keep that going now I do understand the appeal and I'm not saying this as a person who doesn't like Melissa and Joe I like Melissa a lot I think she's a really cool girl Joe's really funny the husbands are really funny but listen we've had a point in the show now where this dynamic is going to have to change 
So we have to talk about what might work best for the show and what might work not. But you're, you made me, uh, you're, you got me very interested, Adam, because you just brought up that there's an investigation going on. What are you talking about? Spill the tea. <laughs> so I can't say too much on this, but there is an investigation going on because a lot of the um, other castmates have been claiming that they've been receiving threats from someone on Louis' side. He's denying everything. But Margaret's son allegedly got death threats at his work. And then you have Frank Catania entering the chat. I mean, there have yeah. been a few of them. So I think that there's some looking into going on. However, too, there, I mean, the good thing for Louis is the other side of the couch absolutely does not want to film with him. Mm-hmm. But the couch that Teresa's sitting on, they're all okay with it. You know what I mean? Like Jennifer Aiden's husband, Bill, will definitely film with Louis. Dolores' guy, Polly, will definitely film with Louie, and so will Danielle's guy. And then Margaret, anywhere she tells Joe to go, Joe will go. So it's like, you know that they're all safe. They'll, they'll still film with him. It's not like he's Tom Sandoval on an island by himself. But for Louie, I don't know. I get that you're saying it's called The Real Housewives, but I think one of the, the most fun things to watch about The Real Housewives of New Jersey would be the fact that the husbands play such a big part in it, and it's so family. Mm-hmm. But I, I get both sides. I don't know. I don't know. And it, it was really interesting to, for me to see Teresa, too, because this entire episode, she keeps on saying, it's my show. I've been here for 10 years. I've been here longer. I'm not leaving. You're leaving. Guess what? Never have to see your face again. And she's like, whatever. Just go on, Andy. You know, like, I'm not I'm not dealing. We're not doing this right now. Why don't we be like Beverly Hills? You're not like Beverly. It was just like a shit show. And we saw this behavior before with Vicky Gumbelson. When Vicky was at the OC reunion and she starts screaming and she's like, I need to be sat next to Andy or else I'm not going out there. She's flipping her shit. It's like she got too big for the show. And once you do that, that becomes a problem. Well, recently, Teresa changed her tune and she's like, no, I don't want to be fired. I, I don't know if I'm being asked back. My attorney hasn't told me yet. However, I need this show. My daughter needs to go through law school. So it's like she's changing her tune just a little bit. When, you know, the way I would compare the Vicky and Teresa situation, I mean, I don't know what Teresa's like behind the scenes, but I don't think we've seen her really treat production bad or do anything like that. We saw the way Vicky was treating production. I mean, Vicky was full on demoted her last season to a friend role. Like, it was very obvious that production was trying to get Vicky out. Like they did not want to be with her. They didn't want to work with her anymore. I don't think that's the same thing for Teresa. I don't think production has a problem with Teresa. The only thing that's getting in Teresa's way, obviously, is this feud that she has with her sister-in-law. But Vicky, you know, at the time was feuding with Kelly really bad. And that was a really nasty feud, but that could have kept going. Like that was still good TV. It was the fact that, like you said, Vicky's ego had gotten so big and she was literally turning on everybody and production So she got booted out that way. I don't think Teresa has the same story. I think production would love to have her back. I think they have no problem keeping her going. They just got to figure out how this is going to affect the dynamics of the group if she doesn't want to talk to Melissa and if the Melissa doesn't or and if the group doesn't want to hang with Louie anymore. So they just got to figure out how they're going to move forward. It's definitely a sticky situation for sure. Definitely a sticky situation. Billy Malloy said, Teresa has no idea how bad she looks this year. Hashtag team Melissa and Joe. Well, she has actually been answering comments because Albie, not Caroline's actual son, but on Twitter posted, I have never seen Melissa eat someone up at a reunion, but tonight she left Teresa in pieces. When you speak facts to a person who always twists the narrative, they squirm. 
And Teresa said, are you watching the same show? LOL. <laughs> so she's very much so engaged in the live chat. Right. I love that. Teresa, Teresa knows what she's doing. She's an excellent housewife. She's really, besides Kyle Richards, one of the only long-lasting OGs that we have. And I love Teresa, but I also love Melissa. I love Jersey. Um, and it makes me sad that they've hit such a rough spot in their dynamic, but... What are you going to do? This is the problem when you have family, you know, when you can feud with friends and acquaintances all day long. But when you get into the nitty gritty of a family dynamic, it's really hard to come back from that. That's where it changes a little bit. Okay. So we'll pan over to the arsenal of it all. Margaret Josephs. Now she does address leaving the wedding early and Teresa said she was hurt. She's like, honestly, I took off my mic. The cameras were down. I was getting ready to dance. I came running over to the table that you were at with Dolores. And I was so excited to genuinely dance with you. And you were gone. And she's like, listen, obviously, we know she wanted to attend the reception, but not be there for the party. But before Teresa could explain how shitty she felt this was, Margaret kind of cut her off and said, honestly, I don't care. Because I was shocked by the finale. I was shocked about some of the things that were said about me. I was shocked by the private investigator. And Teresa was not expecting that. She's like, wait, how are you flipping this shit on me? Right. Yeah. Do you know what's so funny? When she brought, and I love Margaret, by the way, love Margaret. But when she brought that up, the first thing that I thought of was, what is she talking about? And especially when Danielle was like, are you watching the same show? Like, I genuinely didn't know what Margaret was talking about. I was like, what happened during the finale that you're so upset about? Like, granted, that finale was a hot mess, like I know. But like, what is Margaret like so offended over, I guess, that happened in the finale. I, I literally didn't even know what she was talking about. I mean, I was watching the finale and there was like six different fires to be put out at the same time. And I was like, fuck, I don't know which way. It was like, I almost needed like three TVs at the same time to kind of keep up. Right. But I was thinking the same thing. Like, Margaret, what the hell happened? Did I miss something? And she's like, the, it was the PI comment that got her the most. But also, I just thought about this. The hypocrisy of this is you can't all just sit there and be pissed off And claiming Margaret has an arsenal. Why be friends with somebody who has all the dirt on you? This and this and this and this. And then all of a sudden know that your husband is allegedly like talking to all of these PIs and digging up dirt on the rest of the cast because that's the legit definition of having an arsenal. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean... I think I'm just so invested in the Teresa versus Melissa drama of it all. I mean, I hate to say it, but I kind of, I, I, this is going to sound kind of shitty and I don't mean to sound shitty, but I kind of wish nobody else was invited to this reunion except Teresa and Melissa. Uh, to be honest with you, because honestly, like the Margaret stuff, I think is kind of silly. Like, okay, you have an arsenal, whatever. I, at the end of the day, Margaret does her job, people. Like she gets the tea that we all want to know for the show. Okay. You can't like get you can't be upset with margaret over that like the girl's just doing her job the danielle like i know we'll get into all of this but the other stuff that we kind of watched out the episode that wasn't Teresa and melissa affiliated i thought kind of fell flat and listen i gotta give credit to my jersey housewives where credit is due the fact that they we're even talking about that some of the other storylines this season were so stupid like props to you ladies like you're, you're really getting it you know what we want to watch and you yeah. know which storylines are a true waste of time <laughs> you know but they also probably sit back and they think because i'm sure especially talking to some of them i feel like some of them always feel like why did you guys put this how did this make the edit but you didn't show what really ha- like that was so much more interesting that was one of the things that kelly dodd mentioned when she exited the show she's like they kept all of the juicy stuff because they felt like it was too much for bravo and then they gave us this but i'm like 
how the hell are you going to keep the juicy stuff and say that it's too much when we're you're going to roll the tape in the footage of Monique and Candace fighting in Potomac and Brandy slapping Lisa Vanderpump and Beverly Hill. You know what I mean? And like the drink in the face and the in OC. Like, how are you going to we get all of that, but then we can't keep like the juicier moments? That makes no sense to me. I feel like it's just I don't get it. To be a producer for Bravo, right? To be a producer at one of these production companies or beyond that, an editor, the things that they are told to cut and the things that end up on the editing room editing room floor, we need them to do a reunion, okay? We need them to do a sit down with Andy and they need to unveil some of the stuff that we never got to see because it was cut out for whatever reason. It's wild to think that there's just some producers out there that just have the final say as to what all the Bravo fans actually get to see. And to be a housewife knowing that some other stuff went down, but the fans have no idea that it happened because they chose not to air it. Like, it's a very interesting dynamic that it is that it takes to put a show like this together. And then knowing that they can't really give the full context because they can't share what's not aired. Exactly. And I'm glad whenever they do and then, you know, producers decide to air it like as a flashback or something like that, because they brought it up as a good point in an argument or whatever. Like, that's great. But I know, I know. I wish we just saw more of the juicy stuff. Like, if if it really is still affecting these women in some capacity, then that means it should have aired, if you ask me. Right. I agree with that. What did you think, by the way, when Margaret looks at Teresa and they're talking and she's like, oh, there's another tree stump. And Teresa looks at her like, bitch, tree stump. What do you think you look at? She's like, I, 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 I'm not calling you a tree stump. I'm t- never, never mind. And I'm like, Margaret, you better come really clear, concise, and correct with those words because Teresa came with a clause. Yes. Um, clear, correct, concise, or the clause. Pick one. Right. No, that was a perfect Jersey moment. That was typical Teresa not understanding the reference and typical Margaret annoyed, like, oh, this is what this means. Like, I, I loved that. I thought that's a that's a true Jersey moment right there. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, we're going to pan over to Dolores for a second because even though I, I spoke to someone in my coffee shop the other day and she's really nice. I see her every morning at 5.30 when I pick up my four shots of espresso <laughs> and I'm like, hello, how are you? She's like, did you watch Jersey last night? I'm like, I did. And she's like, Dolores is so boring to me. And I was like, take that back or I will throw my espresso across this fucking Starbucks. Take it back. No, I'm just kidding. But (laughs) Dolores, you know, I like the fact she, I, I (laughs) stuck up for Dolores in this because I said, Dolores is not boring. She is the middle, she is the only peacemaker of the group in this moment who is literally stuck between everybody. And she's genuinely in her love bubble where she doesn't have to defend Polly against everyone because there's not red flags. So that's really great. And then the one red flag that people are trying to pick apart is the fact that he's separated, but not divorced, but he's been separated for 14 years. So many people last night on Twitter were like, well, why didn't you actually just get a divorce? And I'm like, well, maybe he just didn't get around to it. Like, I don't think that's the end of the world. What What was your take on it? Yeah. Well, first, I could I could definitely see what the barista was talking about. I don't think Dolores is boring, but I think this storyline is boring. And that's not her fault. Like, the girl is falling in love and she's probably going to get married. That's her reality. That's what's going on in her life. Is it the most, you know intriguing television in the world definitely not but that doesn't mean that yeah she's boring or that she's not good for the group i love dolores i think she's a great housewife <clears throat> but yeah when it comes to Polly 
and this whole separation conversation. You, you know, I don't really understand that only because I don't really know how divorce works. Like I was talking to my best friend and we were watching it last night together. And I kind of asked her, I was like, what do you think of that? I mean, they've been separated 14 years, but they haven't gotten divorced. One thing that I honestly wanted to know is where is his ex-wife? She's okay with being separated for 14 years. Like they're both just okay with not signing the paperwork. It also reminded me of Kenya and Mark from Atlanta, how Kenya wants to be divorced, but Mark will not sign the paperwork. So they're just separated technically. But in in reality, I mean, they are divorced. They're not together. They're just not legally. You know what I mean? So right. is it one of those things where Polly and his ex-wife just didn't want to have to deal with the paperwork and the legalities of getting a divorce, but they basically are divorced? Like, that was the only thing that, that I didn't know. Because I know for me, I'm the type of person, like, if I'm divorcing you, I'm divorcing you. I don't care yeah. how much it costs. I don't care what the paperwork is. I don't want you part of my life. I don't want you on my tax, but like nothing. But right. maybe for them, it's just a different story. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's an innocent story, to say the least. Like, I feel like yeah. it's completely innocent. I don't think that there's some, like, crazy thing that fans think that they're going to find out of this. Like, I feel like if you brought the wife up, the ex-wife, well, the current wife, who's technically the ex-wife, but if you brought her up, she would probably tell you the same thing. Listen, we're raising our kids together. We're divorced. I think that him and Dolores are great. And I think it would not be that big of a deal. No, I agree. No. And for all intensive purposes, they are divorced. They might not be on paper, but they're divorced, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to bring a few things up really quick. The Greyhound Girls, Ricky and Adam should be the hosts of a show where the producers and production shows unseen juicy clips and questions them. I would so watch that. Hey. I love that. That would be awesome. Uh, Trish, they may stay married to keep her on the insurance. That's true. That's um, Miriam, I really appreciate this super chat, even though it's very pro Ricky and not me. And I yes. get it. <laughs> I get it. Ricky always talks facts. I'm glad you do. Adam, you need to start doing more research on the stories and stop being Margaret's super fan. <laughs> Miriam, I listen, I'll take that. I'm not, I don't have a dog in this fight, but because of the super chat, I will eat crow on this one. I will Miriam, eat it. I love you so much. And let me tell you, I'm going to negotiate with Adam after this is done. He's going to give me that $50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to be buying all the cannolis in Vegas. Yes. <laughs> Billy Billy Malloy, Jersey is the best franchise. Everything continues between seasons. They are all friends, family, Beverly Hills, Atlanta, etc. Only engage while shooting, not as engaging. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Take. That's a good take. All right. Well, back to Dolores before we move on from this. Guys, over 900 in the room. Show some love. And don't forget, we have our Vanderpump Rules after party tonight on Up and Adam 2. Dolores was defending her relationship. One, she was talking about how her relationship with Polly is different and how she broke her move-in rule because she saw that the intention was different. But then Andy was asking her about David, her ex, Frank, how all of this is playing out. And she's like, well, Frank is now living with David. He's like, wait, what? So Brittany comes over and stays with Frank at David's house. And she's like, yeah, I guess. And she's like, you know, he built the house. And he's like, great. Somebody built my house. They're not living in it. And nobody can really understand the dynamic. And Jason asked me about this last night. And I said, you know, what's so cool about this is that she knows that he's a, a great guy. He just wasn't a great guy for her. So she doesn't want her family to like, it's not this Ariana Maddox thing where it's like, if anybody talks to Tom Sandoval, then they're done with me. Like, that's such a hard stance. And Dolores is just like, he's a great guy. He loves his job. He just wasn't my guy. I see why you guys love him. He's really sweet. So if you want to be there for him, that's awesome. That doesn't affect me. 
I think that's great. Oh, yeah. Right? Totally. I don't think that, yeah, I don't think it's a very complicated situation. Is it a normal situation? Not at all. But I think that's what kind of makes it kind of fun and cool. I like that everybody can be on good terms. It's refreshing because you're so used to seeing in breakups and divorces and all that, like, you know, kids take one side and friends take one side. And, you know, it's a very split dynamic. So it's nice to see that David and Frank are still close and the kids still talk to David. And yeah, I think at the end of the day, David just had a very different way of going about a relationship with Dolores. And it wasn't the way that Dolores was eventually looking for. And that's not a bad reason to break up at all. If anything, that's a very cool way to break up. Just saying, hey, look, I'm just looking for different things in this relationship, but I still think you're a great guy. And the fact that you can still be friends and they all still talk to each other, I think is really awesome. So I'm glad they were able to figure it out. I'm glad that they were able to figure it out too. And they're not the only ones that I'm glad were able to figure some shit out because I needed some real resolution during this reunion. And thank God we got it. Yeah. So before we get to this, Danielle's brother's storyline comes up again. And she said it's been three years since they spoke last, but she's going to see him the next day for her grandmother's funeral, which was very sad. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, now streaming only on Hulu. Um, it was interesting because in this whole package for Danielle, Margaret and Melissa, you could tell that they're both at odds with Danielle, but Danielle also feels like even though Margaret was supportive this season by helping her with her logo and stuff, she's like, you made fun of my company. You made fun of the way that I dressed. You made fun of the whole bougie thing that I'm branding. You made fun of everything. You were a mean girl and that's okay. You can make fun of me because I never want to be like you. And I was like, here we go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. And Andy did also point out something that I thought about a couple times. He's like, you know, fans really feel like you act so tough on the show, but you're so quick to run off all the time. I was like, what were your thoughts about Danielle's first package on a reunion ever? You know, to be honest with you, I kind of feel bad for Danielle and Rachel because I think they're both cool girls. Like, I actually like both of their personalities a lot and I could see their potential. I just think they kind of got a rough hand with this first season, to be honest with you, Um, because I think Rachel and Danielle had a hard time really making a splash given the fact that this group has had such a strong dynamic group. Oh, hey, Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> oh, hey, Vanderpump Rules. Oh, hey, Vanderpump Rules. Um, I think they had such a, it was hard for them to enter a group of uh, ladies that have such a strong dynamic as it is. But then you also add on to the fact that Teresa and Melissa had this huge falling out. So I honestly think anything in comparison to that was going to fall flat. But when it also comes down to, these storylines that Danielle and Rachel tried to bring, they were just really lackluster um, compared to what was really going on. So I I really want to give Danielle and Rachel another chance. I think they both have potential to be great housewives. I think this was just a hard first season for them to join. 
Um, so I give them credit for that. But yeah, I mean, I like both of them. I still would like to see what's to come for both of them. I think they just need to let the season go. Like we got to move on from their first season. I love that they also were able to say in that moment too with uh, Danielle and Rachel, I love that they both agreed that this is stupid. Yes. And they're like, why are we fighting over that? You know what? Like it is stupid. And she's like, I actually like you. Can right. we stop talking shit about each other? And Dolores helped them make peace, which was like, thank God. I was Finally. so over this argument. I was over it. Mm-hmm. Dolores was pulled an Andy. I'm glad that he she got in there and said, all right, I'm over this. Dolores, actually, I kind of was living for the whole reunion just because not only during that feud was she like, this is dumb. Can we get over this? I'm sure you'll bring it up later. But then we get to Teresa and Melissa again, and they're fighting over Melissa getting on the show, which is like a fight that we've heard for years now. And the fact that Dolores was like, the story is so old. Like, can we just move on? And like, Dolores is speaking on behalf of the audience right now, and I'm here for it. <laughs> and also, I thought it was kind of wild because at first, Danielle was popping off, and she's like, you're a bitch. If I'm an asshole, I'm... she's like, I'm telling you you're an asshole, and you haven't apologized to me. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. So thank God they went from 150 to like 30 in two <laughs> seconds flat, because that was Ooh. great. They said, wrap it up. Wrap it up, ladies. They, yes. <laughs> All right. So as we move on, Teresa also felt like Rachel asked a setup question on the bus in Ireland when it came to, hey, Teresa, are your kids and Melissa's kids close? Now, she said, well, they were until Antonia did not show up to Melania's Sweet 16. And that's obviously where Melissa got really pissed. And she's like, what are you doing? Don't bring up my daughter. Now, Teresa, looking back, said I should have never answered that that was a setup question. Rachel said it wasn't a setup question. So Andy goes back to Dolores. Dolores, what do you think? <laughs> Help us, Dolores. <laughs> Help us, Dolores, the broker of peace. Yeah. Do you think that it was a setup question? And she's like, I don't think it was a setup question. I just think that that was maybe a question that Rachel should have asked Melissa and not Teresa. I was like, no, I agree with that. Right. I, I mean, if she's that. closer to Melissa, I do agree with that. I agree with that. But to be honest with you, I'm also on Rachel's side. I really don't think this was a setup question because I think that's a very normal question. And especially as Rachel was trying to explain the context of, you know, we were talking about Teresa's life. We were talking about her going to jail and her kids and like all of that. So it's a very, I think it's a very normal question. I know for me coming from an Italian family, like we get asked all the time, like, do you speak to your brother? Like, what's the latest with your family? Like, are you chatting with your cousins? Like, it's just kind of a normal question to ask, like how close is your family dynamic essentially? Um, So I don't think Rachel was trying to get in, like to start anything by asking that question. I think it was a very normal question to ask given the type of conversation they were having. Okay. I mean, I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. Okay, well, Teresa also feels like Melissa was out of line for saying that her kids have hatreds in their hearts for her. Melissa was like, I never talk about your kids. Andy was like, you have. You said her kids have hate in their hearts. She's like, go back and watch the tapes. Teresa's like, my kids don't dislike you. I'm like, Teresa, your kids fucking hate her. Yeah. (laughs) Really quick. Like, let's just be really chill about it. If we had your girls in a room right now with no cameras, no audio, but secret cameras and audio. And we asked them, how do they feel about Melissa? I don't think that it's going to be all rainbows and butterflies. No. Well, and even Gia said it, right? She said it in the um, the finale, like the wedding special. She said, it's over for me and my sisters. Like, they've had no problem. And I don't blame them for saying that. Like, they've had a really rough go of it with their family. So I don't I don't blame them for feeling the way that they do. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Like I know, I know you never want to see family members not like each other, especially like from an older generation to a younger generation perspective. But at the same time, like if you've been shown one thing and you really don't appreciate the way your family has treated you or your parents or whatever, like 
I feel like it's very understandable for them to be in their feelings and not have the warmest feelings towards some of their family members. I mean, you see the way they're going at it on TV. How can they feel? How can they not feel some type of way, you know? Exactly. And you know, the kids are, yeah, the kids see everything too. So yeah, it's tough. You got to think of the kids. All right. Well, to end off our reunion at the, I mean, at the very, very end, we both saw this, but Teresa ends up talking about Caroline Manzo and this FBI situation. For the longest time, she blamed Caroline Manzo for calling the FBI. She said, recently, I spoke to someone. You remember Joe Judice's ex-business partner, the one who got immunity because he ratted me out? Like, ratted you out for what? I thought you signed documents that you didn't know. But right. he ratted me out? Yeah, well, I heard that you guys were friends with him. And Melissa's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I know. I talked to Jacqueline Larita. And Andy's like, what the f- is that shit that's the most random thing that we've first of all that's laughable and then melissa was like thank you i haven't talked to this woman in 10 years and i'm like they have points here just because all of a sudden you talk to jacqueline when you didn't trust her for a decade doesn't mean that she's telling you the truth well well here's my thing like Okay, I get that Teresa's really just pissed off at Melissa and Joe. And I think at this point, like, we know how Teresa is. Like, when she's mad at somebody, like, she is mad. And she will bring out whatever she can to, like, bring someone down. Because she's, you know, upset about everything that's happened with their family. So I get where Teresa's coming from in that regard. But at the same time, I think think it's kind of silly that she keeps going back to, like, you put me in jail. You're the reason I, I went to jail. No, Teresa, like, Joe Judice is the reason you were in jail, okay? Like, he made you sign some paperwork, the FBI or whoever found out about it and put you in jail. It's not Caroline Manzo's fault. It's not Melissa and Joe's fault. Joe Judice is the reason that you were in jail, okay? So trying to blame anyone for the reason that you were found out or that you had to go to jail is so tired and so dumb. You already served your time. You're way past that chapter of your life. You're in a much better chapter of your life. So trying to bring that part into this feud that you have with your family of all people is like ridiculous. Like, come on. Like, I would really love to think that Melissa and Joe had nothing to do with Teresa going away to jail. And I really don't think they did. Um, So it's best like, you know, Teresa, focus on the now. Focus on the issues that you have with Melissa and Joe right now. Don't try and bring all this other stuff to the table because it's just going to make this feud even worse and it's going to make things even more exhausting. I do get where Teresa's coming from because she's just so mad at them. So she's just seeing red and is bringing anything she can to the table. But at the same time, like, let's really talk things out logistically now. Let's talk about things that really matter today and that ad- that probably happened as opposed to theories about what if- what might have happened. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, I completely agree with you. I wanted to play I wanted to play this video for you really quick, too, because one of the things that Louis just got called out about what by Andy Cohen was totally contradicting himself and giving a different version of the Bodito story at Watch What Happens Live than he did the reunion. Did you see Bodito did a video? No, I did not. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Bodito. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. I've been in the private investigation business for over 38 years. And right now I am answering questions about the real housewives of New Jersey. I was never hired by Lou Ruelas for any investigation on any cast members. And I want to set the story straight today. Right now, all over social media, Bodito, Bodito. He had no right 
to use my name and tell these other people that I did investigations on them. Some of the real work that my firm does is security, armed and unarmed security. We do corporate investigations. We do due diligence, background, litigation support. If you're looking for someone you could trust to help you investigations on security, you come to Bo Deedle Associates. What? So he just said, you're lying ass. I didn't do shit. You didn't reach out to me. I don't know you. We didn't do any Jersey investigations together. What are you talking about? I'm gagged. I don't know what to think about this. Well, Um, and again, I know I brought it up before and maybe I'm beating a dead horse. Maybe this argument makes no sense. But again, don't you have to sign documents to have your name used on the show? Like if Bo's trying to say that, like, he's never had any communication with him, then it was okay for the show just to use his name like that and make it a storyline. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Maybe it is if you don't show a photo. I would love to know because there's been so many times I can think of so many different types of other franchises where they would name drop somebody and it would be bleeped, you know, like they wouldn't say it or the show wouldn't allow us to hear who who they're talking about. Maybe it's because he's a public figure. Maybe, maybe. But but here's my thing. This could affect his business. You know, if people are trying to say, oh, Bo is helping out with all this. Now, now he's defending himself and his business by saying, no, we've never worked with this man. Like that could be a lawsuit, I would imagine, or something like you're throwing my name out there about some business that I've never touched or I've never been a part of. Like, I know for me, I would be pissed if people were trying to bring me onto a show that I never signed off on, that I never had any direct contact with. And now you're using me as a storyline or to try and like, you know, push, push some narrative. Like I would be really upset about that. So, oh, that's interesting that Bo came out with that video. Like, bro, who is Louie? Like not pissed off at this point. Like everybody's getting upset about this guy. Everybody's getting pissed off by Louie. Hi, yeah, yeah. That's all right. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. Ricky, when it comes to part two of the reunion, what are we looking forward to? I really just want more Teresa and Melissa. I, I don't know when the husbands come out. And like I, I know I said earlier, I'm like, you know, I get that the husbands bring something to the show. I'm not the biggest fan. Like, I get that people like it, but it's not my thing. But in this scenario, I am very excited that the husbands are coming out because I need Louie to set some stuff straight. I need Joe Gorga to add some clarity, you know, to hit th- to their situations because I think we saw that Joe Gorga put his foot in his mouth a lot throughout this season. So it'll be interesting to see what he has to say. Frank has some things to say, apparently. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. So I'm just excited for more of the Teresa and Melissa stuff to unravel and we see what the husbands have to say. I agree. I agree. Same here. I want to see how this unravels and I want to see what the husbands have to say. Guys, thank you to everyone in the live chat. Even you, Miriam. I appreciate you. I love everyone you, in the Miriam. Live chat. Thank you so much. You made my day, Miriam. <laughs> all, all of the mods, everybody who engaged in the live chat, the super chats. Ricky, if they don't know, will you let them know where they can find you? Yes, it's just Ricky Cornish on everything. I mainly use Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Those are like my top three, pro, uh, you know, accounts that I use. So you can follow me on all those sites. Yep, and he has a thirst trap for his profile photo. So um, I mean, absolutely. Yes, and I finally got a link tree. I was so delayed on that because I thought you had to pay for that. I didn't realize you could get a free one. <laughs> so I got a free one. And when you go on that, you can click on all my socials. But you can also see all my work for Out Magazine and Pride.com and Advocate Magazine. Pride Month is tomorrow. So, you know, I'll be booked and busy with a lot of stuff. So you can follow me on all that. Yes. All right. Let's see real quick before we go. Cindy, did you gain weight, Adam? <laughs> oh, you guys are just being so kind to me today. Dragon Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, Adam's on Ozempic. 
<laughs> no, I do not, Jesus. No, I am not. I am not kidding. Holy shit. Don't say that. I am not on Ozempic. My God. You guys are the best in the live chat. I love you guys in the comments. You guys are so great. Thank you. I'm not on Ozempic. And I don't know if I gain weight or not, Cindy. I'm not ever sitting on a no. scale just looking at it. I'm just so happy in my amazing relationship. So maybe I ate a cookie or two. I don't fucking know. Adam, you look amazing. You don't have to defend it. You look amazing. I'll, I'll keep you around, Ricky. Um, thank you guys so much. I appreciate the hell out of you. We will see you tonight for the Vanderpump Rules after party. Um, just in case you guys have not checked it out, the link is in, um, it's pinned in the live chat. I wanted to make sure. Yeah, it's pinned in the live chat. So go check that out. And I will also pin it in the comment section. Love you guys. And we will see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.